Hey friend, are you swamped with scheduling, bogged down by bookings, or overwhelmed with managing your social media? This message is for you. I would love to introduce you to my secret weapon, StyleSmart VA. This is a company of virtual assistants literally designed by hairstylists for hairstylists. I found them through an interview right here on the podcast, and then shortly after found myself booking a discovery call because I was drowning in administrative tasks and needed help. It's been a few months now, and I can't tell you how much my VA has changed my life. No joke, friends. I am such a believer in StyleSmart VA that I decided to bring them in as an episode sponsor here on the show. Listen, as creatives, our focus should be on the clients and our craft. And now that I have my virtual assistant, I can devote more of my time to exactly that. The beauty of hiring a VA through StyleSmart is that they come to you already trained and able to seamlessly step into your business. From managing appointments and client communications to handling your social media presence, StyleSmart virtual assistants free you up to concentrate on your clients. And that's a change your clients will notice and appreciate. I mean, can we say elevating your perceived value? So when you're ready to level up in your business and take some weight off your shoulders, head on over to StyleSmartVA.com and book a free discovery call today. You'll also find the link in the show notes of this podcast episode. StyleSmart VA, empowering beauty professionals to focus on what they do best. Hey friend, if you enjoy this podcast, come on, I know you do. If you find value in learning something new about your hair or how to manage your relationship with your hairstylist, please consider helping me make more of these episodes by supporting the podcast and becoming a Your Hair Mentor community member. You may have noticed by now that I don't rep specific hair product brands or advertise specific hair companies on this podcast, and that is because it is 1000% fan supported. That's you, my friend. I do my darndest to give you all the highest quality, most accurate information, but I could not do it without your support. Not only are you supporting the podcast, the accompanying graphics, and all of my video content you can find on my website, social media, and YouTube, but you get extra perks for becoming a community member. Perks including weekly detailed videos discussing the topics of the week, a monthly live Q&A with me where I give you my thoughts and have an opportunity to answer your burning questions in depth, And you get premium access to any of my live coaching webinars where I give specific instructions on things like braids, styling tips, product usage, the list goes on. By becoming a community member, you get access to the full archive of these videos. You can learn more about becoming a Your Hair Mentor community member at www.yourhairmentor.com forward slash community. Friend, thank you so much for your consideration, and I certainly hope you enjoy this week's podcast episode. Hi there, friend. Welcome back to the Your Hair Mentor podcast, 
a podcast designed for you, your hair problems, and success. I am your host and hopefully your hair mentor, Crystal Green, and we're going to go ahead and dive right into this week's topic, which is a hot button topic, my friends. It is all about hair extensions. Dun, dun, dun. I get this question all the time when I meet people and they find out I'm a hairstylist. They all want to know, are hair extensions bad for your hair? Hmm. It's a tough one. So the short answer, kinda, are they good for your hair? No, but do they make you feel sexy? Oh yeah. So, you know, I kind of think about this like I do my eyelashes. Naturally, my eyelashes are short and stumpy. In fact, my high school friends used to have this running joke that I could like squint my eyes and my eyelashes would disappear because they're so short. And I'm not like self-conscious about it or anything, but man, it's a bone of contention with me and my body. And so if I can do something to augment my eyelashes, I will. And I do. I lived in my eyelash extensions that were put on by a professional for years. And they do cause a little bit of damage to my eyelashes, my natural lashes. Um, and I don't get them anymore. I actually do these other ones at home myself now, once a week, they're called Lashify. I find that they don't damage my lashes as much, but honestly, that is something I am willing to sacrifice knowing that I get to have these amazing lashes in the meantime, because it's not like I'm giving up perfection to begin with, right? Like I'm not happy with my natural lashes. And so if I cause a little bit of damage here and there, I'm not too worried about it. You could say the same about your nails, you know? Are acrylics or gels good for your nails? God, no, but they make you feel good. They look damn sexy and whatever. Like if it makes you feel good and it's not gonna cause irreparable damage, I'm kind of here for it. And so I'll say the same with hair extensions. Now there are some um, that might be better for your hair than others. And that's what we're gonna break down for you here today. Um, but I don't want to go out there and say that hair extensions are good for your hair, right? I don't want anyone to get extensions done and be like, but Crystal said they're not bad for my hair. No, let's get real. You're putting something fake on your hair or your head. Like, is it good for you? No. Does it make you feel good? Yes. Can you weigh the pros and cons? Yes. Right? So let's help you decipher those pros and cons and um, break down the different types for you. So maybe you could figure out which ones might be a good way to go. Cause there is a huge variety. I mean, you've got everything from bonded to beaded to sewn in to taped in to clipped in to a halo style. And some of these you take out at night, some of them you can't take out on your own. So, um, Let's just dive right into the first one that I listed here. And um, this style in particular, the bonded style, this is something that I specialized in for like 10 years. And I actually choose not to do hair extensions anymore, but that's just because of the time that it takes to apply them. I tend to be focusing more these days on my online businesses and my book and all that stuff. And so to take an entire day for hair extensions is just not in the cards for me right now. Um, but I loved doing bonded hair extensions. And the company that I was certified under, um, Great Links is the name of them. Um, actually, when I was looking into different companies, I found out there's like this whole black market with hair extensions. It's kind of creepy. Like there actually was someone, I think it was in Southern California that was going around and like cutting off ponytails 
from women to sell the hair for like black market hair extensions. It was crazy. There was all these like cheap Chinese knockoffs popping up everywhere. And so um, not only do you have to find a company that stands behind their quality of hair and how they treat the hair, but also where they source the hair. So Great Lengths to me had it all. And um, so I specialized in their hair extensions for like 10 years. Now the type in particular that I'm talking about is the bonded type of hair extensions. Now what is a bonded hair extension? What this means is you have a piece of extension hair and you have this little bond. Think of it as like a glue blob, but it's not like Elmer's glue. Okay, some special keratin glue that's like supposed to be similar to the keratin of your hair. So it's like not damaging and all this other stuff. Um, you take that glue blob and the extension hair and you stick it to a little tiny chunk of your natural hair. Um, I'm obviously oversimplifying this. It is a very specific way you're supposed to do this so that you're not causing breakage or you know damage to the scalp or the hair, um, but that's essentially how they work. And you're working in quarter inch sections. And so teeny tiny little sections with teeny tiny pieces of hair you do that to someone's entire head and you have these beautiful locks of hair that like move like natural hair and they're they are real hair so you can curl them you can blow dry them you can straighten them you can treat them just like your natural hair and most people can get like four months on average out of a set of nicely done bonded extensions. Now they do come with some home care maintenance. Like you have to have a special type of brush to brush through the um, little bonds to make sure there's no tangles and all this other stuff. And um, they're nice because they feel good on your head. But the downside is there's two downsides. They take forever to put in, like the application process itself will make your butt go numb, guaranteed. You'll be in that chair for hours on end, and that's if you want like a full head of hair extensions, which most people, if they're going to go for it, want to go for it. Um, and then because you're sitting in that chair for so long, they're usually really expensive. Um, actually, for each of the type of hair extensions that I'm going to describe for you today, the hair pretty much costs the same. You might have slight variations, but hair fake, not fake, um, extension hair is expensive no matter which way it's applied, but the bonded type is a long process. And so you're paying for your stylist time. And, um, that's why I'm not doing them anymore. Honestly, that's my preferred method of applying extensions that you're going to wear for an extended period of time. Um, but they take hours to put in when you do it well. So bonded extensions are great. And, oh, the type that I was certified in, especially, it was called cold fusion. This is kind of the new style of bonded extensions. When they started, it was like a little oven with like these hot tools that you would use to melt the glue. Now the new style is ultrasonic cold fusion. That sounds really fancy. Um, it's basically sound waves that vibrate and cause friction, which then causes heat. And so they're considered heatless because you're not actually applying heat, but you're applying just enough from the vibrations to soften those bonds so that you can stick them onto your hair. So it's kind of gimmicky, but I never felt like I was in any danger of too much heat applied anywhere. Whereas like the old school ones that were just heat, uh, my friend that's a stylist used to do them next to me and I'd hear her over there being like, ow, 
ow, like burning her fingers trying to do these things because they were so hot. So cold fusion was my preference, but um, that's something you could ask your stylist about if it's important to you. So now I'm going to go on to the next type of hair extension, which are beaded. Now, when I say beaded, you've probably heard of beaded rows, but that's going to be what we're going to talk about next. I'm actually talking about individually beaded hair extensions. Just like I said with the bonded style, how you have the extension and you have the glue blob and then attach it to your natural hair. Beads are the same, except think of replacing the glue blob with a little bead. And that bead is crimpable. It has metal in it. So when you pinch it with like um, needle nose pliers, it flattens and it pinches the hair and your hair with the extension hair together. There's a couple variations of those, um, but they all basically do the same thing. They're kind of hog tying your hair to the extension hair with pressure. In my opinion, these are more damaging than bonded hair extensions done well. And that's because you are literally creating a pressure point on that hair. And as your hair like bends and moves, it's gonna be pinching that little um, crimped spot over and over and over again. And I've seen those cause some major damage in people's hair. Um, they got really popular, the beaded crimpy things when we were all doing feathers in our hair. I don't know if you remember that, like, 15 years ago or so. So what would that be? Where are we now? 2022. God, I want to say it started actually in like 2005 or something like that. They were like the rooster feathers that were long and kind of spotchy and they looked like it's kind of hippie, but like cool. Uh, almost everyone that put feathers in their hair would end up breaking the hair that it was attached to. And that's because of the bead. Um, those beads are just very abrasive in your hair. So just be careful. If you go the beaded route, they do still take quite a while to apply, but not as long as the bonded extensions. Um, you won't get as much longevity out of them as well. Just the beads kind of like mold and move, not mold, like not moldy, but they're like moldable. <laughs> flexible is a better word, probably crystal than mold. Okay. Um, they're flexible and they'll move and bend and loosen up and can just slide out of your hair also. So I don't recommend those if you can get away from it. Um, you'll probably end up paying the same price for the hair and then a little less for time, but you don't get to wear them as long too. And so that takes me to the next type of hair extensions, which we call sewn in hair extensions. Now, when these first came out, I had a few clients that were so freaked out. They thought it literally meant we were sewing them to your head. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> like, you actually thought I was putting a needle in someone's head and like stitching? Whoa, 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 right. Okay, no, no, no. Um, okay, caveat, um, sidestep. There is another type of sewn-in hair extensions where you braid hair into like little cornrows or tracks, and then you sew extension hair onto those tracks. That's usually done with kinky coily hair. Um, I do not have experience in those techniques. I'm actually a very terrible finger braider. Um, and you have to be good at finger braiding to do like, um, little cornrows or braided rows to do that. So that's just never been something I've dove into. Um, but that is like the original style of sewn in tracks of hair. Okay. The new style of sewn in tracks we call beaded rows. Now, the way these work, you take a um, 
section of hair and you basically make little crimps with beads and then you have them attached with a string in between. So you're kind of creating a track out of little beads and string instead of cornrows of hair. And then you take your hair weft and you stitch that onto the string that's attached to your head. And so there is no needles going in your scalp, promise. We wouldn't do that. Not allowed to. Our license does not include puncturing the skin ever, nor would I want to do that. I mean, Um, the thing about this is they got really popular uh, a couple years ago because they're very fast and some nice companies made um, really dainty sewn tracks of hair that were like lightweight and you could pop them in to um, like a fine haired lady and you wouldn't be able to see them. Very clever. But with the process, you are, you're anchoring those extensions with little beads in the hair. Remember what I just said about beads? They can be really abrasive on the hair. And so, I mean, even just like the slightest bit too much tension on those will snap your hair. And especially if you're not just putting a bead on there, but you're like anchoring an entire weft of hair onto those beads. If you wear them for any extended period of time, you're going to have breakage in your hair. Um, And so there was like a whole slew of people that found out about these and tried to recreate their own looks with them. And I was horrified of some of the videos that I saw on Instagram and TikTok of these stylists doing their versions of beaded rows. I mean, I'm just like, oh my God, all I can see is breakage, breakage, breakage about to happen on these poor people's scalps. And um, sure, it looked good that day, but not only is that person going to have a terrible headache from all the tension they created on their hair, they're going to lose a ton of hair. So sewn in can be okay. Um, I think they're highly overrated for what they are. Um, They're also kind of difficult to deal with when you have them in your head. Um, You have to be cognizant of like where your extensions are at all the time. Like if you're going to wear your hair up or down or whatever, they're not as fluid as bonded extensions. Um, and people are charging just as much for the sewn in, which is asinine to me. I cannot believe that stylists were getting away with charging this much money for sew-ins. Um, I don't, okay. Well, I will say you can reuse the hair. Okay. That's, that's the only saving grace here. Whereas with the bonded type of hair extensions, when you remove the bonds, they kind of like um, dissolve and the hair is garbage after that. You can't reuse it. Uh, but with the sewn in, you can reuse it quite a few times until it's like just so hagged that it can't be reused. So, okay, I retract my last statement. They're very expensive at first, but then you're not buying new hair each time. So maybe that's actually okay. Um, but I do think they're overrated still. I mean, I don't know. They were like the bee's knees for so many people for so long, but, um, unless they're done right, they, they look kind of cheap and silly. And then that leads me into another type of hair extension that can look very cheap and silly. That is the taped in hair extensions. Um, okay. So hot heads was the first brand I'm familiar with that came out with uh, tape in hair extensions. Maybe the first ones that got really popular, I should say. And they're very quick and they're like mini sections of extension hair. So it's like two inches wide is an average size for these extensions. And instead of gluing or um, bonding or beading, they're taped. And so it's literally, it feels like double-sided sticky tape. And you stick one side to the extension hair 
and then you stick your hair to the other side and then you sandwich it together with another piece of double-sided tape and maybe another weft on top, depending on how thick your hair is. The problem with these is um, you've got a section of hair all stuck together and it doesn't move very nicely, but when you go to remove it, it is a hot mess express. Um, they are marketed to stylists as being a quick and easy thing, which they are to put in, but then they, they market it like, oh, you can reuse the hair over and over again, which you can, but here's the problem. That gooey double-sided sticky tape is a pain in the rear to get off of the extensions. Um, it's just really hard to get all of it off and you really have to get all of it off before you apply a new piece of it. Um, and I've seen stylists that haven't done that. They just take them out, plop a new adhesive strip on and put them right back in your hair. The problem with that is now you get this like thick gooey piece of double-sided sticky tape, basically, um, that's stuck to your hair. And it's like heavy, uh, when it doesn't need to be heavy and it's messy and it just breaks people's hair like crazy. So, I mean, there's really no cutting corners with these things. Honestly, if you're going to talk about health of your hair, um, you have to find a stylist. It's not, you know, corn, uh, cutting corners and trying to just save time by doing stupid stuff like that and ruining your hair. That being said, putting tape-ins in when you're only going to wear them for a couple weeks. Oh, and you know, I didn't say that with the sewn in hair extensions, um, you really have to get them, uh, addressed every couple of weeks because they all grow in like one big chunk. Cause it's all sewn together and your hair doesn't grow exactly the same from side to side, or even like inch to inch on your hair. I've seen this in people's hair over the years where their color grows out and one section of their head grows twice as fast as everything else. And so think about like when you have sections of hair stuck together, but they grow at different rates. Things get weird after a couple weeks. And so you have to be in every few weeks to um, help your tape-ins and your sew-ins get moved up basically. Whereas those bonded and those beaded individual type extensions have a little more flexibility because there's such a small amount of hair stuck to the extensions. So it might take a shorter amount of time to put in some sew-ins or some tape-ins, but then you have to be in more often to get them um, tuned up, we should say. So uh, now we're going to move into Clipton hair extensions. These are fantastic for a night out. These are fantastic for a wedding. These are great for occasional applications. What these are not great for is wearing every single day. I will say um, clip-ins. So these are literally little chunks of hair with snappy clips on them and you slide them into your hair and you clip them in place. If you clip these in all the time, we end up finding spots on our head that work well for the clip-in extensions. And so you're essentially clipping the same spots over and over again. Clip-ins are super duper heavy, my friend. And heavy on your hair equals breakage. And so you will inadvertently be pulling hair out from your scalp if you wear clip-ins all the time. That's just the nature of the beast. But for an occasional thing here and there, they are super fun. If you have someone to help you put them in, it's even better. And if you can use something on your hair, like a grippy powder, um, like a texture powder with silica in it, or you even do like a teensy bit of back combing right where those little clips sit, 
those suckers will stay all night for you. They will not move. Um, so they're great. I love them. I have used them on so many brides over the years. And they're also great if you just need like a little fill in, right? Like if the sides of your hair are kind of weak and you just need a little fullness right there, it's a great way to pop in something and make it look really um, full and pretty. But just know like it's got the warning of like, don't wear it too much because it will actually damage your hair. Um, And you can do that with any of these type extensions, by the way, they don't all have to be full head extensions, whether they're bonded, beaded, sewn in, taped in, clipped in, you can just get a little, if you have a spot that just needs some filling in, that's always an option. Um, so yes, you can do that with clipped in too. Now we're going to move to, um, kind of my new obsession. And I don't know why it's taking me so long to get one of these halo style. Now halo is a brand. They're the first ones that came out with this style and marketed it heavily. Um, and I'm just going to call it a halo because that's the perfect way to describe it. I mean, honestly, they nailed it with the name, but it's basically a weft of hair. So it's like a long chunk of hair attached with a clear, stretchy fishing line. And you wear it like where a halo would sit on your head, right? Like if you were a little angel and you had a halo sitting above your head, imagine plopping that down onto your head. And that is where these extensions sit. And so there's like the fishing line goes over the top, like a headband, and then your natural hair falls over it. And so if you look really, really carefully, you can see the little line from the fishing line. Um, but if you, it takes like two tries, I promise you to get it down, you can hide it like immediately. And so there are oodles of different kinds of halo extensions, different kinds, different brands that make different thicknesses. So halo brand itself is very thick. They're like super extension-y looks, right? Like you put them in and you're like, oh, dang, that's some hair. And then there's like some cheap knockoffs you can get on Amazon that are also like nice quality hair, but like a quarter of the amount of hair as a halo. But sometimes that's okay. Sometimes you just need a little fullness. So there's tons of options out there. Um, They come in tons of lengths, just like any other type of hair extension. And it takes like three seconds to put in. So this has been my new obsession I've been wearing lately. I ordered a cheapo Amazon one just to try it out. I had a client that I ordered a real halo for, and she loved it. Um, We named her piece Patsy, and her and her Patsy were like best friends. And then she just wanted a backup to have. And so she ordered this cheap one on Amazon and actually liked the Amazon one better. And she liked it better because um, this client of mine has like very, very thin hair. And the cheap Amazon one actually kind of matched her hair density a little bit better. And so it was easier and more like forgiving for her. Whereas the halo one was so thick and voluminous that it was hard to make it look real. I ended up having to um, cut and texturize the ends of the halo quite a bit just to make it look believable. Um, so she actually likes the cheap Amazon one better. And so because of her doing that, I was like, I'm going to order one of these cheap ones and try it myself just to like see. And I could probably use one that's a little bit thicker, but shoot, if I'm going to put that thing in and put my hair in like some braids or something, it is so cute and so easy. And it's just kind of fun to feel like I'm doing something unusual with my hair. Um, so I highly recommend trying something. If you're going to dip your toes in hair extensions, a halo is like the least amount of damage. 
um, least amount of time super easy, super fun. It can give you a taste for what hair extensions are going to feel like. Um, and I would say the only drawback of a halo is if you wear it all the time, you might get a tiny little sore spot on your head of where like the, the top of the, um, clear band is pushing on the top of your scalp. Um, it's just like a, you know, pressure point on your scalp, but if you're not wearing it for 12 hours a day, every day, it's not a problem. So yeah, highly recommend dipping your toes with a halo. And, um, there's one last style of hair extensions I'm going to mention, and I haven't tried them yet. Um, all of these other ones that I've mentioned, I've tried by the way, have lots of experience in them. This new one is uncharted territory for me, and I will have more information on them soon. I've been chatting with the company. They're brand new and it is genius in my eyes. It is like a combination of a few beads cleverly placed with these like very thin little tracks of hair and the way they do it, there's no like over-directed pulling. It to me seems like the perfect marriage of all of these different styles of extensions. And then I've spoken with a few models that are wearing these and they say they could wear them for like four weeks without having to get them moved up. And when they go to get them moved up, it takes 20 minutes. So I'm like, that sounds pretty good. And they're, um, lightweight. You can just do like a little piece here and there. Um, the hair can be reused multiple times. There's no adhesive. So I will report back with this new style. Um, but I will not mention it until then because I don't want to not speak from experience here. So I think we've got all the types of hair extensions covered. Now I didn't cover accessories like ponytails or like those hair bun things or the bangs. Those are all super fun. And if you're interested, I highly recommend trying them. Oh, there's also the braided headbands. Um, all of those, you will be shocked at how easily your hair will blend with them. That goes with any type of hair extension. Um, it is amazing. If you get even remotely close to your hair color and you put them in, you'll be like, oh, wait a minute. I can kind of get away with that. So if you're curious, I definitely recommend trying them. Um, you probably won't regret it. It'll just be a fun accessory and way to have some fun with your hair because it's all about having fun in my eyes and making yourself feel good. And I don't know, just feels sexy and good. I don't know how else to describe it, but, um, okay. So thank you for listening. Um, my spiel about hair extensions. I hope this enlightened you in some way, shape or form about the extensions as a whole, really. And if you have any other questions when it comes to hair extensions, please reach out to me. Um, I'm going to start suggesting people DM me on Instagram. So head on over to your.hair.mentor at Instagram and send me a DM. If you have any questions, I am on there all the time checking messages and uh, thank you so much for listening. As always, it is my pleasure to help you with your hair, your hair problems and your hair success. My friend until next time, I will see you then. Okay. Bye. Hey friend, Crystal here, and I've got something special for you. That's too good to miss. Introducing the wildly popular Confident Conversations Bootcamp, where we unlock the three secret stylist skills that attract clients who pay. 
In just three classes, we'll transform how you communicate, connect, and turn every conversation in the salon into a formula for high-paying clients. It's not magic, it's mastery of words, presence, and the kind of confidence that turns heads. So why sign up? Because mastering these skills means more than just full books. It's about crafting a career that's as rewarding financially as it is creatively. We're talking quality clients who value your expertise and are happy to pay you for it. And the best part, it's completely free. You heard right. It's my gift to you, friend. So if you're ready to elevate your behind-the-chair game and attract the clientele you've always dreamed of, this boot camp is your first step. Spaces are limited, and trust me, friend, you don't want to miss out on this transformation. So head on over to www.yourhairmentor.com to secure your spot today. Let's make sure that your talent is undeniable and your chair the hottest ticket in town. Cheers to clients who pay and a career that slays. I cannot wait to see you at the Confident Conversations Bootcamp, my friend.